Hello everybody, welcome to End Time America. This is Michael Pierce. I wanted to remake this podcast because I don't I just don't feel like I made it very well. But uh I thought I felt very urgent on doing a podcast about Dana Coverstone's vis or dream of the uh birds in the mall. A mall, like a, a hammer mall and uh and the reason i felt that way was because i watched the i watched i listened to it over and over and over because something would distract me and i'd miss a portion of it so i listened to it over and over and over until i uh had it all down and then i was praying about it asking god about the meaning of it and you know right away it's kind of evident i mean you got two groups and and uh uh, birds, you got people not knowing anything, wandering around, you got other people trying to escape the area. It's just, a, a, it was a very interesting dream, but I wanted to pray and be sure I understood it. And that, you know, the most important part of the dream was when the man that appeared and and beat the spike into the above the uh, tunnel said what he said so I want to listen I want you to hear this dream and then we're going to start with what he said and then we're going to go to the beginning and discuss what he's seen and then we're going to look at the end of it the end of it I'm still wondering about but anyway I've got that the dream queued up. I'm just going to go ahead and let you listen to this here. Hey, good afternoon. It is uh, Tuesday, January 5th. And uh, between January 2nd and 4th last night, I've, I've had a dream, a recurring dream. Uh, it was like the trailers I've seen before. And I want to make one thing clear once again. Uh, I am not a prophet. I'm a pastor. I've had dreams uh, that I believe are warning dreams to the, to the country and to the American church. I had a dream about praying in September, and I hope the church is still praying. I hope if you're a believer that you have not just let go, slacked off, uh, and give any lack to your prayer life, because I believe in the days ahead we're going to need, I believe this dream is an, an indicator of that. Uh, I want to make something very, very clear. I am not predicting civil war. I am predicting great conflict coming our way. I don't know how far it's going to go or what's going to happen. But there are some parts of the dream that I believe that in helping so that with prayer that we can see some some solid things happen as you know in georgia's election right now um, i have received some word um, through the news that there are some uh, uh, some of the software some of the uh, the, the uh, voting machines are down in certain areas bringing texts in um, um, we have the electoral college meeting tomorrow to vote and to certify the election and we have a lot of people, a lot of people in Washington, D.C. National Guard has been called out. So I'm just going to share what I have. This is probably one of the most graphic dreams I have, I've had. I've been up a lot last night. Since last night, I have been uh, heavily burdened this morning, maybe because of the dream, maybe just because of what I feel. But since Saturday night, I have felt like, oh, something, something heavy, something big is going on, something's happening. And I'm talking like from the foundation of the earth, stirring like the soul of, of, of America. Um, is is in conflict right now and uh, i woke up to hundreds and i do mean hundreds of emails and, and let uh, messages from saying 
since Saturday night, I have been just uh, like the fire set up, in, set up in my bones from Jeremiah 20, verse 9 moment. And we don't know what it is, it's just a burden. And so there are hundreds of people who are feeling what I'm feeling right now. So here's the dream that I had. I saw two distinct flocks of birds flying above a four-lane interstate, and there was a median in between. I saw the traffic was very heavy and at times bumper to bumper. But the speed of all the vehicles was over the post of limit. It was obvious these people were driving like crazy, going someplace and coming away from another place. The people in the opposite lane were driving even faster. The ones that were coming on, you know, coming against traffic. Basically, I'm going this way, another traffic's coming this way. Um, as I'm watching the birds. The drivers and the people in the opposite lane were driving even faster and even more erratic. They were running from something. They were trying to get away. The drivers, both coming and going, seemed angry. They had white knuckle grips on the steering wheels, and they were pounding the dash and screaming at other drivers. So these people were very, very, very upset. And the birds, now the birds were all crows. Uh, they were all crows, but they're in two very tight groups, and they appeared to have like tens of thousands of birds in each group. So you got tens of thousands of crows in, in two distinct groups, all flying in, in the same jump direction. They were headed in the same direction as the traffic in the right two lanes going forward, and it appeared to be going towards a tunnel. It appeared it was a tunnel miles and miles ahead, but I could see it was a big enough tunnel that you could see it from where we were as I was kind of in the dream, kind of following the birds. That's what I was seeing. I was seeing what was going on with them. And they were headed towards this, this tunnel miles ahead. Now, the flocks would bump into each other. As they're flying, both, you know, both separate groups are flying. They would, they would hit each other almost violently. And, uh, yeah, and you would see uh, when they would bump each other, a few birds would fall out, hit the ground hard, and never get back up or return to flight. And those flocks of birds, those groups just kept just kept going. The two groups at time, I said, they were intentionally doing it. They were intentionally flying at each other, and it caused damage to the birds in both groups. Every time the, 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 the two groups hit, it basically damaged the birds, and birds were falling and hurting. They just kept going. And it wasn't like they were fighting, but at times it seemed that there was conflict between the two groups of birds, which were crows. Um, then off of where the birds were flying, there seemed to be like little flashes of lightning. And upon seeing this, one, uh, one lead bird would take off. So you'd have the group right here, and one bird would take off in, in a way, and several birds would follow that lead bird. And the lead bird was weaving and moving really, really quickly up and down and through the oncoming traffic. But each bird in the lead on either side, and it came off of both sides, so both groups of birds had lead birds that flew off chasing this lightning and leading other, small, uh, other, other birds behind them, almost like it took off and the birds followed. Each bird in the lead on either side also began to move dangerously, and the birds following seemed to be getting dizzy. Uh, because they were following, so they were confused. But they kept following, but they were just getting dizzy, and, and the wings the, the wings weren't working as well. And they're trying to figure out. They were making real sharp turns and things like that. Finally, the lead birds led the followers right into absolute danger. One was flying to, uh, those birds behind it towards the semi, and just suddenly, real quick, just went straight up, just straight up, and the birds behind him, following him, actually hit the semi head on, and all these birds were killed. Another, the other bird led a group uh, into a, a, uh, an overpass and just at the last second lifted up and the birds behind him hit the overpass and then fell to the ground and were dead. 
And the lead birds then went back in the flying flocks and did the same thing over and over and over, probably three or four times. And they were taking birds off of the groups and then taking them out and basically killing them by leading them into danger. The birds continued flying towards the tunnel and that, that, that carried all four lanes of traffic. And it was, there were large American flags, large American flags hanging over this tunnel above where the cars were coming and going. It was almost like there had been a, it was almost like an, a, a, an overpass as well. The tunnel was, in the, was uh, underneath the overpass, and these American flags were laid there on the, the overpass part of it. And these flags were dirty, they were ragged, they were tattered. They looked like they were connected through strips of fabric that was um, almost like a candy cane. They were red and white stripes, you know, kind of like a, uh, the sign you see outside of a barber shop. The fabric was kind of like that, and it connected all of these flags together. And the flags covered the entire overpass over this huge tunnel uh, that encompassed all four lanes of the traffic that was, was coming and going. And there was wind, and the wind that was blowing, there was no storm clouds. It, it wasn't like, like a tornado thing coming. It was just real bad wind. And the flags were just whipping and being tattered and torn as they were being, being done like that. And they were ripped. They were being ripped violently by this wind. It was a very, very strong wind. And then the man that I've seen so often uh, in my dreams, he showed up. And um, he was standing on the flags that lay on the cement embankment over the tunnel. He was standing on them, uh, looking towards the birds. He was wearing a metal medieval helmet, like you would have seen, um, and I'm just going to use this term, I was thinking about it, like um, Charlemagne's group or Crusaders that would have gone, those metal helmets that fit over their head with a little cross extension you could see out and protected your head and your neck. He was also wearing chain mail, uh, medieval chain mail that protected, folk, uh, protected the soldier from, from swords and knives. But he also had a long sword about the size of a Scottish claymore. On his side. It, it seemed almost as big as him, but it was a claymore. And the Scottish claymores were just known to be very, very large, long swords. It also had the basket hilt on it. Uh, some of you may know what I'm talking about. And in one hand, he was holding a very, very large metal spike as tall as himself. It, it was just like he was holding it here by, by himself. It was as tall as him. He also had a huge metal maul, uh, what you would use to split, uh, you know, hit a wedge to split wood. Uh, it was just this huge maul, about the size of his head. And he had his hand on the handle, and the maul was on the ground. He was holding it. So he has this huge uh, metal spike, which is kind of down like that, like it's going to be driven into the ground, and this huge maul, a very, very heavy maul. And as the birds got closer to the tunnel, the man, who now looked like he was about 10 feet tall, he, he took the position to hold it. He took that spike and he held it right in front of him on the ground. It was on top of the flags, it was on top of the embankment area, it was on top of the overpass, so to speak. He sees these birds come and he takes up this position. He looked like he was about 10 feet tall. He holds the spike at the top of the flags and, the embankment, and then he lifted the maul into the air. This thing was huge. And the maul appeared to change. It became not a maul, it was now an anvil. An anvil like you'd see in a, in a shop a metal shop or something, a huge anvil on this wooden handle. And there was blood dripping from the anvil. And it was 
dripping down onto the man's hand. So even as he as he holds the maul like this, he is seeing the blood's coming down on his hands. The traffic disappears, and the road became like a runway. And both groups of both groups of birds now merge together, and they are flying particularly fast. I mean, almost like a stealth bomber. They just they're all together. These black crows are all together, and they're just moving in, in, as one now towards the the tunnel, trying to get into the tunnel. The tunnel was now very much larger, and the dark hole was now filled with people wandering around blind, with masks over their face, and they were using the white cane that's what the, it's called a white cane the, the stick that they unfold and they walk with in front of them so all these people are they're they're walking up like they're blind they've got masks over their face and they're using these white canes um under, you know they're walking in this tunnel and they're walking underneath so no one knows what's going on they can't see what's happening they're not aware of what's happening but they're, they're walking around the blind. Birds are getting close to the tunnel, and that's when the man placed the spike securely with his hands, looked at the spike, took up that anvil, or the, the maul, in his hand, and he began to pound, pound and drive that stake with, it, it was almost feverishly, it was just as fast as he could, he was just pounding, pounding, pounding that stake. The birds kept getting closer. They keep flying towards him. And as he keeps pounding, suddenly the ground trembles and it cracks open. And it was like air that rushed to the surface like it had been, been trapped down there somewhere. I don't think it was necessarily from the tunnel, but it just looked like there were these pressure gaps that came up through the soil where he was standing. He kept pounding and pounding and pounding until the tunnel began to collapse. And the ground was shaking uncontrollably to the point it began to split. And then he takes off his helmet and begins pounding even more feverishly. And the ground's shaking, and the ceiling tunnel begins to collapse on the people that are that are underneath there and in, and in it. And the people, they're unaware. They are totally, completely unaware of the rocks falling on them. And they continue just to meander aimlessly. And, and you know, debris, debris, and, rest, debris and, and stuff is falling on them, and it's just pounding the ground. They just lay there left their dead. And birds kept coming. And they entered the tunnel right as the entire tunnel collapsed on them. And they were crushed flat and buried under the rubble. It was almost like the overpass was just gone. The flags were now burning, and they had burned ash. You could see the residue of the flag ash, but the wind was blowing the, the residue of the flag away. And now that rubble comes, this, comes, comes the man. Carries the maul in his hands. Spike's gone, and he's just carrying. He's carrying about halfway up the handle, not not right next to the maul part itself, but but halfway down the the handle. Takes the helmet off his head, and he places the maul down on the ground, and then he said, "This justice for all is coming." but will not be seen by the many who needed it desperately. Bracing is required to stay the course, but it will be a course of consequence. Let me say that again. He said, justice for all is coming, but will not be seen by the many who needed it desperately. 
bracing is required to stay the course, but it will be a course of consequence. And then the ground began to shake, and men, I saw men, none of whom were soldiers. There was not one military person involved in what I'm about to say. I saw men taking up arms and lining up ready to fight. These were men wearing camouflage jackets. They had AR-15s over their shoulders. They had caps on their heads. They were wearing boots. Uh, it was not a, a military. This was just citizenry. This was just people. And they're, they're taking up arms and they're lining up ready to fight, almost like you would have seen during the American Revolution when the British would line up to fight. They didn't have the guns out, but they were just lining up, stepping one next to another. And that's when I heard the sound of reveille in the background. It started getting louder and louder and louder and louder. And the men marched forward. Weapons came up. And there were shouts. And I awakened from the dream. And I... Got my computer as fast as I could. I wrote it all down, put it down there. Once again, I'm not declaring civil war. I'm just saying this. I believe we're going to have some great conflicts coming very soon. And believers, this... Okay. <clears throat> so let's think about that, what he said. The, the course will be a course of coincidence. Coincidence. So I thought about that phrase for a while, what he said, and as I was praying, all of a sudden a scripture popped up, something I've been telling you all for a long time in my podcast, and a course of coincidence. So it's not a course that you're setting, it's a course of coincidence. Now, if you go online and look up a course of coincidence, it'll have a bunch of courses, educational courses, management courses that you can take, or people that study war. And and the title is Cause, Course, and Coincidence. Cause, Course, and Coincidence. Or a decision, then a course of action, and the coincidence. So a coincidence for the actions based on the beliefs or decisions of the people involved. Course of coincidence. And the scripture that comes up to mind when I was thinking about this was there again, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. So I want you to hear 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And I'm going to... Let it play through first, and then I'm going to talk to you about it. And by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth 
and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things? And now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. Okay, now here's the important part. What withholdeth? What withholdeth his revealing? Now, what he's going to talk about is the people. And then he's going to talk about why they're doing this. Now listen carefully. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him, whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceit. Oh, oh I gotta let that finish. Poopleness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit. Okay, I want to go back and read this here real quick to you. And then the wicked... Be, and when, and then the wicked, when, and then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy, but by, by with the brightness of his coming, even him, whose coming is after the workings of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Now, who was the restrainer? This is very interesting to me. It says here, And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. Now he's talking about the ones that are caught in the tunnel here. Them that perish because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, and why, why, why are they in the tunnel? Because of their decision for not seeking the love of the truth. What is the love of the truth? It is the word of God. The word of God is the flesh and the blood of Jesus Christ. In the beginning was word, the word was with God, the word was God, and the word became flesh. The word of God is a special book. It's a miracle. It's 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 God God's working hand to put a map for you to follow but he made it a little difficult because you've got to believe in what you're reading this this what you're reading has been protected now that they might perish because they received not the love of the truth a few chapters later it talks about how if you want to make it through the times that are ahead those very few it says very few will be saved through this time because they refuse to turn and study the scripture and learn what's going to happen they perish they they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved and for this cause and 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 because they never turned to the scripture because they didn't turn to the truth 
and get God's wisdom into their heart, they were able to be led away with all kinds of strange doctrines and, and teachings that have deceived them. And, and there are so many people now that are out, out in the world that, that drink, womanize, go to the bars, and do every kind of terrible sin, and they condemn others for doing the same thing because the others don't call themselves Christian, and they do. And, and for this cause, God, because they don't turn to the Scripture, to the love of the truth, for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. And they get caught up in the, the deception and the lies and the false doctrine and the belief in a man instead of God. And that's what's happened here in America. We put all of our faith in a man instead of God. Instead of being on our knees continually repenting, Oh, we've got a reprieve. We don't have to repent no more. All we got to do is get behind this man. We don't have to spend time in God's Word anymore. God already gave us a reprieve. We just got to follow Him. Well, you can see how it's worked out now and the difficulty we're having. But that all that they all might be damned who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness pleasure and unrighteousness so when you go back to that course of coincidence a course of coincidence okay because they don't study the word they don't know the truth about what they're supposed to be doing right now and they condemn people for telling them that they're following the wrong thing because they think so strongly they're following the truth because all the pastors out there are telling them so so they're caught, they're, God put a delusion on them that they, since they don't know what's in the Word of God, bam, they'll follow whatever's over there, whatever they think is right. Instead of what the, God tells them is right, they're going to follow after their own desires and their own interpretations and their own beliefs. And that's what we're watching in Washington, D.C. right now. We've got, so let's go back and talk about that dream. In his dream, he was driving down a highway, and he looked up, and there's these two separate groups of birds. They wouldn't merge with each other. It was like they were swinging in and, and bumping off each other, bouncing, bouncing. I want you to remember Obama, Obama's statement, top down, bottom up. Top down, bottom up, because we've seen a lot of that this weekend. Okay, you got the left, the Democrats, who are people like conservatives, but they're kind of like the bottom of the influence. Okay, you got the, the top echelon of the global cabal, and then you got the leftists, which is the Democrat Party, and it's not that they're lower than us, it's just that's the bottom end of their, their push to destroy America and the Christian people. So you got the top down, bottom up. Now, in his dream, you got those two groups flying down the highway and in the other lane you got people driving erratically they know what's going on they know what's about to happen because they read the bible and they're trying to get away from it but he's watching these birds and these birds have leaders that are a part of the plan and they'll swing out and they'll swing in and some of the birds will get hurt and maybe fall out of the sky and then after a while they start taking dives and flying and 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 darting up right before they hit trucks and killing a lot of them 
Isn't that what we've been seeing? Democrat, uh, the left and the right clash. Injuries, deaths, police officers getting killed and hurt because of the manipulation. But it's always the left trying to create the death to blame it on the right, on the on the conservatives, because the conservatives don't don't do things evil to people. They they it's against their their inner compass. They don't they just don't. But somebody that doesn't have that moral compass inside, that they're used to doing something wrong and then blaming somebody that's righteous in order to get pressure off them and, and put all the eyes on them so they can dance around freely and still keep doing their sin. So we've got these two groups and they're, the leaders are causing the clashes and manipulating all of them and, and got them flying and traveling however they want them to go. And that's what's been going on with uh, conservatives. And they're flying, and as they fly along the road, all of a sudden this tunnel appears, and it's got the American flag over it. So it's kind of like home free. Both of them are racing towards that flag because they want to, each of them want to take control. Both of them are so zealous about what they think and what they believe, which is not in the Bible. But one thinks it's being led of God, and the other thinks that they're being led of God. Because believe it or not, the head of that globalist organization is the Vatican. And their goal is to destroy all the Protestants and all the other religions in the world so they can put their pontiff back on the global throne to rule the world for a thousand years. That's his plan. They're, they're planning on a thousand years of peace, uh, a utopia to where the Pope rules the world again like he did before the Re Reformation, the Protestant Reformation. So anyway, they're flying down this, t down this highway and then that man stands up there with that old crusader's outfit on. You know, the first five martyrs in the Protestant Reformation were monastic orders. One of them was the order that, uh, 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 what's his face, uh, Luther, Martin Luther belonged to. They were surrounded and many of them killed, burned at the stake. Then there were four other orders and he and Martin Luther said one of those orders, the first five monastic orders that were martyrs for the Protestant Reformation, one of them was the Knights Templar. And as usual, the beast wants to blame others for being the beast. That way he looks all squeaky clean. That way he can deceive the world. The angel, Satan appearing as a angel in white so anyway as they're getting closer to this tunnel they're picking up speed and he's got this it was a mall and it turned into a big old anvil and it was seeping blood blood usually means judgment wrath judgment hardship trouble because of the decisions you've made like the, the harlot or the false church sitting on the beast with the, the cup full of the blood of the true saints. Or the fact that the Bible says that that harlot is the serpent and that serpent is going to be uh, every death from the time of Adam till now is all the blood spilt will be placed on his head. He's responsible for it because he is.
So they're getting close to this and that anvil is just seeping blood and he's pounding it. So that kind of tells me that this is judgment over these people. God's bringing, God's letting judgment come to them. Because of their actions, because of their beliefs, they've chosen a course and their course of consequence is going to lead them down, many of them to death. Most, almost all of them to death. I'd say any that aren't totally loyal to, to the Word of God only. Not reading other books or interpretations or believing what other pastors say, but actually going and testing, as the Scripture tells us to do, test everything. Toss out the bad, hang on to what's good. So anyway, they're right as he's pounding that spike in, into the top of that cavern and it rocks start to fall he says there's blind people wandering around well that those are the people that think america is just america and this is just another fight and they're just being obedient mask wearers because they're afraid of all the manipulation and lies and they're walking around blindly because they do not see the time that we were in because they are totally blind to the scripture and to uh, the world. They only, they only watch their normal everyday news, the, the weather, pennies is having a sale, or, and there was a kid got hurt at school. That's the extent of their knowledge. My people perish for lack of knowledge. That's what scripture says. So that's the multitude of the people that aren't activist oriented they just want to live their life in peace and they just stumble forward and they walk around blindly. All those people too, they're, they're already in the cave. So you got this idea of America encompassing all these people. You got the people that know what's going on it's trying to run from it. And you got the two political groups clashing and then right when they get to the tunnel, they merge together to get inside. And he drives that spike down and that tunnel collapses and kills them all. Top down, bottom up. Which is funny because the people being used at the bottom, they don't realize that they're expendable. They're just, what do they, what do the Russians call them? Useless, uh, useless tools or, or whatever it is they call them, which the Russians, I'm going to go back a little bit because, okay, the, the Vatican had a, had, uh, Germany was part of the Roman, it was a Roman Empire until 1880s. After the Civil War, God sent judgment against them and they lost all their lands. They were reduced to four acres because they started the war and tried to destroy God's people, the, the saints of God and the Protestant country that he'd started. So God sent judgment against them. They lost all their lands, but Germany was still loyal to Rome. Well, at that Jesuit university, they created this doctrine, these Jesuits, who you need to read, read the Jesuit oath because it says they're going to kill every one of us in Europe and America, all the countries where the, the Protestant Reformation broke out. They're going to take the lands and kill all the people. They're going to rip the babies from, from the wombs, smash them against the wall. They'll poison, boil, fillet and uh, use any method in light or dark to get 
get rid of people. And that's what they're doing. And they wrote this Illuminati doctrine in order to, it was a, a plan to use science to destroy religion, to create godless societies so that the Pope and the Catholic Church could come in and fill the void left because there is no religion. So it, it, the whole thing is a plot to restore the Pope back to the global power. So they said, uh, they used it against France for helping America. They sent in Jesuits and they, they, they used science and they made a mockery out of liberty and freedom and democracy by creating a godless society in France. Uh, saying that there is no God when they created it and they beheaded everybody that was they felt was responsible for helping America become a Protestant land. And then after that, during World War I, uh, Germany took the plan and they sent uh, Lenin to Russia to overthrow the, the monarchy with a, a train full of gold and the doctrine of the Illuminati and you see that created communism and then we see through the wars how communism spread with the help of the Jesuits and that's why Germany's SS looked a lot like the Jesuits but anyway they flew into the tunnel and it collapsed and he stood there and he made that that comment the justice that so many needed is coming but it will not get here in time for the very for the people that really really needed it. And those are the people that just don't aren't aware and don't realize what's happening, and all the people that are going to get crushed by what's hap what's going on. And just as Scripture says, it says that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And uh, you know because they didn't seek the love of the truth, they didn't read the Bible, they didn't read what. Jesus Christ gave his life for when you take communion when you take communion you, you, you drink the wine which is the blood and you eat the, the, the toast which is the flesh and that that's, uh, that's symbolism for what you're supposed to do with the word of God and it talks about how you, you pour this new wine into your old wine skin and you're a new man you become a new man because you put off your the old man and his desires and you take up God and his uh, mission to create his kingdom and not yours and now everybody out here is creating their own kingdoms they're all bragging about oh yeah I'm a Christian but look at my cars look at my houses and what was one thing Jesus said to the man the rich man that came to him and said well I do all these things what do I need to do to get into heaven and he told him sell everything you got and come follow me and he walked away he couldn't do it that's why it says in the Bible that it's easier to get a camel through an eye of a needle think about how big a camel is to the, compared to the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to get in heaven and the funny thing about it is when you look over the world everybody in America is rich even the, even the ones that are living in the poor section of town have more than most people people don't realize that when, you, when you've got what you need, you don't need God. That's why it says in the scripture it, that not, not to be a part of this world, but you should be content with just food and the clothes you've got on. Food and clothes, you should be content. Be content with that 
because that's those are the people that know God, the ones that don't have nothing, the homeless. That's why that's why Satan's society, this society we live in, has such a downtrodden idea on homelessness, and they've pushed the idea that everybody that's homeless is a drug addict or, or a drunkard. And the truth is, a lot of them are Christians, and they just just cannot morally accept participating in society. And that's kind of like what my problem is. I, I was unable to morally accept going into business or being wealthy or, or chasing after money all day long. And uh, not that I've been a great Christian and done the right things. It's just that's what God put inside of me, and I wasn't able to do it. I just could Every time I'd start to do it, I'd walk away from it. I just, inside, my spirit wouldn't let me do it. And my spirit was always pushing me towards ministry. And this is my ministry. You all are my ministry. Okay. Anyway, so he said that justice isn't going to arrive on time. But there, people are going into judgment. He said that you must brace yourself for the course ahead. You're going to need to brace yourself for what's ahead. But your course is going to be a course of consequence. And what he's saying is your course is going to be based on the consequences of what you did with his word. Do you believe his word? Are you a person of the book? Do you go to the book before you go to a pastor? Do you go to the Bible before you go and chase after healers and men of God? They say, well, Jesus is here this weekend. And the Bible says don't chase after things like that. So now we've got, you know, that, then he says after that, after that collapses and all those people are wasted and, and the American, they've destroyed the concept and the idea of America, American flags burning, uh, the const, they've already destroyed the Constitution, the only thing we got left is that symbol, and so it's destroyed now. And now we watch what's happened in Washington. They called the patriots there, the, the Christians and the conservatives, then we watched them have plant people in the conservative groups, a bunch of people, women and men, and the police escorted Antifa into the white into the Washington D.C. with lights and siren. They had cars behind them, cars in front of them. They brought them in. Once they were there, whenever they'd get on the street and run into the the conservatives, the police would face the conservatives and protect. The leftists. That tells you right there it's top down, bottom up. They're they're protecting their resource, the people that are helping them change the country. When they got to the Congress, the police escorted them in. And I, I watched a video a while ago of a girl, and this is what the left is trying to push. And they've got they've already labeled Christians and conservatives as a threat. They flipped that a long time ago, and that's why we all got our TVs and you got that buzzing sound in your house all the time because they're using uh, radar. They got people hidden around that are got you under surveillance. That's that Patriot Act stuff. Now they flipped the threat over to the conservative Christian American constitutional Americans because we are the threat to their global new world order. So now that they've flipped it over on us, they've got to draw us into a conflict. 
So they're staging these leftist people as conservatives, and they're saying key words. Now tell me this isn't... Tell. Let me see if I can find it. I hope I mail, emailed it to myself. This girl was being escorted out of, out of the, the Congress uh, by police. And that, even that there sounded like a setup to me. And uh, let me see if I got it here. I, I don't have it. Uh, but anyway, the, the, there, ha there just happened to be a news reporter, and they asked her what's going on. And they said, well, I just got one step into it, and, and they shoved me back out. And uh, they go, well, what are you doing in there? And she goes, well, we're, 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 we're Trump supporters. Don't you know this is, we, 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 we invaded Congress. We took it over. This is, this is a revolution. And uh, trying, to, trying to make it sound like the conservatives are at war already. In order, and this is all a plot, so they can, I, if they use, if, you know, they can use many things. They can lock us down, whatever, but they want to, they want to, they invaded it, and they broke into offices and stuff, and they, now they've labeled that as conservatives. Uh, that girl said, we're, we're in a revolution, we're trying to save our country, we took possession of the Congress and all that. Those are all key things that are being said in order to get Congress or justify Congress in outlawing Christian conservatism and following that will be outlawing the scripture and uh, uh, confiscating our guns and making us unable to defend ourselves in our homes. So they're doing a step-by-step -step process in order to enslave us. And you got the top down, which is our government, pushing down on us using they've got so many they've passed more laws in the past two years than, than we've ever had you know the law here in america is very simple it was the 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 constitution and they had a a, a, a book from like 1600s that were the basis of their laws and now we've got so many laws that and all of them are aimed at taking your life your liberty your freedom your property uh, away from you and pretty soon they're going to be coming to you telling you to you know swear allegiance to our country take this vaccine we'll take care of you we'll give you a monthly payment and on top of that we will uh, uh, let you have your freedom back and you won't have to work uh, but you got to give us all everything you own you you can't own anything that's uh that's total communism that's the pope owning the world and uh we own nothing and then we're basically slaves with this new nasera law that they've got coming which is uh supposed to trick the christians into accepting it because it's coming from the jews well jesus himself called them a, a, a den of vipers that we shouldn't follow after them he 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 watched the the woman dump her last coins into the the where they asked for donations or tithing and and he said he wasn't congratulating her for giving her last she gave everything she had no he turned around immediately and said you den of vipers not one stone will remain on top of another that you're deceiving people and taking the bread out of their mouths isn't that what we're watching in the church here today It says, be content with your clothes and your food.
and and build his kingdom and what do these pastors have million dollar homes on private runways uh, uh, two million dollar jets on stage in six hundred dollar suits and you know what's funny is most Christians aren't going to listen to you now unless you have uh, an expensive they won't listen to somebody like me they won't listen to me at all and the Bible says don't listen to those who tell you that wealth or, or increase is godliness because that's a lie that's from the pit of hell and that's what they're doing is preaching prosperity oh you're not increasing because god doesn't love you or something's wrong in your life you ain't repented enough maybe you're just not giving enough money to our church in order for god to bless you the bible is totally against all that stuff but anyway we watch the clashes we watch people die we watch police officers get hurt most of the police don't realize what they're doing. They think they, they, they get all the orders and they, they're just following what they get from Washington because they believe everything is written. They don't, they don't understand how they're being used to destroy our country and who they're, who they're really protecting. And none of them ever think about the Constitution or what they're really supposed to be doing. And uh, besides that, the police departments were never created in our constitution or a law they were created by business people in towns to protect their business interests they were they were night watchmen security guards that over time became like a uh, protect and to serve they mean to protect and serve preserve the businesses in town and uh, not the people the people are a hindrance that's why they go out and take care of disputes they don't want disputes to get out of control and and uh, but anyway the uh, sheriff is constitutional problem is most of your sheriffs are loyal to this new world order or blindly following it and believe everything they hear because they go to these trainings and they think that they're in a special event because they got this special inside intelligence report that's telling them about stuff and every bit of it it's step by step moving them away from their true what they most of them say they're christians and it's moving them away from being christian because of the things they're doing because they're they're driving at night, it's dropping people off outside of people's houses to persecute them and torture them. Especially if you've got a website or, or you're you're for the Constitution, and you know the the New World Order said that they were even going to get the churches to help them install this New World Order. So I don't know who to believe. I. I I, I really like Trump. I, I, I've always liked the man. He's a really awesome guy, but uh, the things I know, I just can't put my face behind him. It doesn't mean I don't love him. I love him. I think he's awesome. But uh, I just, I can't follow the man and I can't trust him because of what I know. And uh, not that he's a bad person because he's really honest, a good person, but because of his unnamed loyalties and the the true purpose of the things that he was a part of which aren't bad i mean you look at them and they're well yes i guess it would be bad when you're trying to destroy a people by just changing laws and stuff but i don't know i don't even think he knows that i don't i think he's just doing what he's doing because he's part of a big group of people unless he's totally turned his back on it and walked away from it and i don't think so but uh because he wouldn't be able to sign the orders that he's signing if he did. But anyway, I love the man, but I love everybody too. I don't have any 
hatred for anybody. I wouldn't do harm or wish harm on anybody, and you should be that way too. But the point is, is right now, if you're not in that Bible seeking God with all your heart, and i got to kick myself in the backside because I'm not doing it as much as I should because of these stinking TVs. I'll get caught up something on TV, and I'll, I won't study, or I'll wait till later to study. But the point is, is that we are... We're, we're beyond out of time. Things are passing us up, and we still aren't getting ready. I don't think you got more than a couple of weeks. Well, you, you got until the next president takes office. Unless, unless he uses civil war and the military to uh, destroy this deception that was laid down by the Catholic Church and by uh, that's my dog yelling at me uh, by the Catholic Church and by the globalist it, it, you know if he decides to really go against this uh, this treason and espionage that's taking place and go after the people behind it we could see the military come in and start seeing arrest I don't know but in, in this guy in, in Dana's Pastor Coverstone's dream. He didn't see any soldiers or anything because we're, we're getting ready to see conflict on American soil. Uh, I hope it's not brother and brother or Christians against unchristian or people that claim to be Christian because according to scripture, evil is going to destroy evil. They're going to clash with each other because of the the failure to seek the love of the truth and their course of coincidence because they didn't know the course that God wanted them on so they chose this and and one of them one of the courses are people that call themselves Christians that don't read the Bible don't go to church uh, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian but you don't read the Bible and you don't pray versus a person that doesn't read the Bible and he goes to church and he prays well that still don't make you a Christian. The only thing that makes you a Christian is reading the Word of God, getting His Word in your body, and praying and building a relationship with God. That is the only thing that saves you right there. A church doesn't save you. It's, it's, it's a narrow door. It's a small door. Matter of fact, the door is the size of the leather cover on your Bible. If you can open that door and get into that Word, and you'll be saved. But people aren't repenting. There's so much evil here. But the man of lawlessness is getting ready to be revealed. We're getting ready to watch, I hope not the conflict, the left and the right, or that the, the left has destroyed and lied about the conservatives and that the government's putting all these, like, like they do with me, they like to say I'm all kinds of a bad person and I'm not, I don't do anything. But they claim that I'm bad because they don't want people listening to me. And that's the same thing they've been doing to Trump. It's, that's a normal play of the devil. That's how the devil operates. And that's how the left operates. And the right knows it. But the right, the right's job in government, the politicians, their job is just to sit there and not do nothing. And once in a while, get up and say something like they're on your side just to pacify you, to keep you from doing anything, to make it look like they're actually on top of it. Until it's too late. And we're, it's too late. Sorry. Time's up. 
and we're going to see a war with China because we're going to be invaded by China, Russia, and Southeast Asia, the Muslims and North Africa and stuff. That's what the Bible, that's what, not the Bible, but that's what the, that's what the dreams and visions and the scripture verifies it. So we're going to see this come to fruition here very soon in our lives. So, and we're going to, we're going to live through all this here until we get, there's going to be so many Christians die because a multitude are going to appear in heaven. Now that multitude includes every Christian has died from the time Adam and Eve, but so that says there's a great falling away. Well, we just read about the people that are falling away because in Second Thessalonians 2. But I'm out of time. Anyway, I wanted to redo this. To make you understand, they're going to clash and have us clash. And they're going to deceive you into following them. And make you think that it's a Christian thing to do is to follow this side or that side. So you'll vote for the people that are enslaving you. While you try to hold off the demons on the left that you're afraid of becoming. And that's what their plan was. To create so much evil on the right to convince you that they're taking over the country to get you to vote for the New World Order who is claiming to be Christian. And that was the New World Order plan. And then having you come to Washington, D.C. was entrapment, big time. And now they've got the words they can say, they've got the loss of life. Loss of life is serious, and they, that manipulates the people, so now they can pass new laws. So now, when you should have stayed away, you brought more trouble to us because you won't read the Bible. Anyway, I love you all with all my heart. I love everybody. I wish I wish there's something I could do to make people be saved. I really do wish there's something I could do to save everybody. But all I can do right now is this podcast and pray for people. And um I'm I'm it breaks my heart. It tears my heart out of my chest the thought of watching or seeing or witnessing what's about to happen. But the Bible calls us the witnesses, the two witnesses. The witnesses, that's the church. That's what the book of Revelation says in chapter 1. The witness, the two witnesses are the church. The two witnesses will be killed by the beast and lay in the streets for three days. And that's when Christ comes because he's realized that, okay, they've killed all my saints. I'm coming back and I'm bringing wrath and he's going to destroy them. And that's what we're heading towards here in the next few years. But anyway... I love you all, Father in heaven. Father, please, please open their eyes that the blind can see that they can start to follow you instead of man and every doctrine that comes across them that makes them feel like they need to bow up to it and push it back. Father, give them wisdom, knowledge, discernment, and understanding. Help them see through what's going on so they can at least save their families and themselves, Father. Help them to get into the Word create a a feeling in them it's a panic that they feel like they got to get in the word or else they won't be able to breathe they won't be able to live unless they can devour what you've got for them father and i pray this in the name of jesus christ amen i love you all god bless you